Are you curious what Thyroid Strong is like from the perspective of a health coach? That is what we're going to dive in today. I'm Dr. Emily Kybird, chiropractor, movement specialist. I too have Hashimoto's, currently in remission, and I'm the founder of Thyroid Strong, the only doctor programmed and designed workout for women with Hashimoto's to learn how to work out without the burnout. If you're interested in dipping your toes into a Thyroid Strong experience, the Thyroid Revolution is coming up. It is a virtual live event, five days long. There will be five workouts and then two masterclasses, all taught live on how to lose weight with Hashimoto's. If you want to sign up, go to dremilykybird.com forward slash rev. Super easy for us Hashi brain fog ladies. DrEmilyKybird.com forward slash Rev, R-E-V. Today, my guest is Desiree Worlin. She believes health is real wealth because every part of life relies on the status of your wellness. She is a quadruple autoimmune warrior, which is tremendous because if you watch this video on YouTube, she is glowing and radiant and full of energy. She has rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, endometriosis, and fibromyalgia. Each condition complicated her diagnostic journey, which inspired her to become a certified functional health coach. She partners with individuals diagnosed with autoimmune conditions to become a champion for their life by building habits that help manage fatigue, flares, and pain so life can be enjoyed. And that is truly the message that came from this episode, sitting down with Desiree, was how can we find more play and fun and joy, even while living with uh, an autoimmune condition. She shares her favorite part and her least favorite part of Thyroid Strong, as well as how she brought her transformation into other parts of her life. She has earned an additional certification as an autoimmune paleo coach to also help serve her chronically ill patients. Let's dive in. Desiree Worlin, welcome to Thyroid Strong Podcast. So excited to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Can you give the listeners a little bit of your background in some of your health struggles and then also how you help women today? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I struggled with (laughs) how far back or how much time we have. No, Um, I struggled with endometriosis for many years after getting off uh, the birth control pill. I was on the birth control pill for 10 years and I decided I just want to get back into the flow, get back into original mother nature. We're women, you know, and that's when all hell broke loose, you know, ovarian cysts and uh, fibroids and emergency rooms. And I got cervical cancer and okay, that kind of settled. I started changing my diet. And, but it still didn't feel right. And then COVID happened. I got laid off from my job. I went into, I decided to do my health coaching. I went into certification and they said, do a paleo reset. And I did the paleo reset for 30 days. Everybody's like, yes, yeah, I feel great. And I thought, God, I, I still don't feel good. Before then I was losing my hair. I mean, like clumps. I would make food and just, it's so uh-huh. embarrassing. Hair would fall on my food or 
you, you know, you have people over. I'm like, okay, I can't have people over. I can't even make myself food without hair falling in it. And it's not an herb. <laughs> I mean, your hair looks gorgeous now. So you did something right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And so after that paleo reset, I went to like three different doctors. Everybody's like, you're fine. Your labs are great. I went to an alternative doctor here in San Antonio because that's where I'm from. And so if you hear me say y'all, it's a Texas thing. You know why. <laughs> you know why. Exactly. And they said, okay, you've got Hashimoto's. I was like, okay. I, at least I have a diagnosis. You know, for three years before that, after I got my endometriosis, you know, struggles handled, for three years, I was dealing with all this, you know, tired. I thought I was just overworked. I thought I was overstressed. I was working 12 hours a day. Monday through Saturday and sometimes a Sundays and it was just exhausting and so in a way I'm glad for COVID because I was able to really reset my body really reset how I was feeling and then other diagnoses come up I have rheumatoid arthritis I have Sjogren's and fibromyalgia so those are all my struggles. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I think when we're new to our diagnosis, whether it is endometriosis or Sjogren's or rheumatoid arthritis or Hashimoto's, I think one of the first kind of dial movers we try is food, right? Because it's accessible. It's something we can control. And sometimes the assumption, and this is my assumption as well, is like, oh, if I change my food, I'll just feel better. Mm -hmm. And like you feel like 20% better, but you don't feel like yourself and you really want to feel like yourself. But that sounds like a little bit of what your experience was. Yeah, yeah. I still didn't feel quite myself and kept on pushing through and experimenting not only with food, like you said, but the lifestyle. I literally had to give up who I was. And this is what I learned in health coaching. And this is what I help people do now is not only change what you're allergic to, but try to figure out by doing an elimination diet, but almost like an elimination lifestyle. So you're trying to figure out what fuels you, what doesn't fit, hold your boundaries. And I do about three to six months. I work with somebody on doing this. It's six months is extended version, really trying to figure out what pinpoints these people. Because some people have been living like this for years and they don't have a clue what really it is that fuels them. So trying to figure out what's fun, what's playful, what's enjoyable in your life and dump the stuff that doesn't work anymore. I think a, a lot of women with autoimmune conditions have this type A head down, grind it out, just push, push, push. And you forget, myself included, what's fun, what's enjoyable. I'm like, oh, work's enjoyable. <laughs> but what else is enjoyable? Well, my kids are enjoyable sometimes. <laughs> But I think a lot of women fall into that trap of trying to do all the things all the time. Yeah, perfectionist. Yeah. And they're the planners of the family. They're the ones that, you know, a lot of people think, okay, life is just A, B, C. But I think if you have autoimmune disease, it's that overanalytical also is A, B, C, X, Y, Z, you know, we're trying to plan for everything and it's and everyone. Yeah. And then we leave ourselves out of the picture. 
sometimes there's a lot of rumination in it too, right? When people are like, don't stress, de-stress. And I'm like, maybe if you just take action and get out of the rumination cycle. For me, when I feel really stressed, it's because I'm stuck and I haven't taken a step forward. So step if you forward. find that with your women that you work with. Oh, absolutely. It's like, just take a little action step and trying to figure out what that action step is, how to stack it, but also make it fun. Because again, people forget what fun is, especially when you're handling a career, handling being a mom, handling yourself, handling your husband. Sorry to say that, but you know, (laughs) gotta handle our men. That's her on the list. Like (laughs) career kids. (laughs) Exactly. What did your workout look like during that period of maybe dealing with or going through endometriosis? I mean, that I've had friends with endometriosis, incredibly debilitating, painful. I've seen my friends like not be able to get out of bed. Were you working out at that time? And if you were, what were you doing? Yeah, I was doing the typical HIIT workouts. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was running um, half marathons, Ooh, 5Ks. Girl. Yeah, I, I just love that. Oh, and that's, I guess that's the other thing I've noticed with the, the perfectionist type A personality. We're like, we're going to go all the way. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I was in just so much pain. And it got to be where I was in pain two weeks out of a month. Oh, my and gosh. Just, half, it, half the year. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Half the year. And that's when I decided, okay, I need to do surgery because everything I'm working out, I thought I was eating good. Um, and obviously, I was pushing my body too hard and really not doing all those lifestyle factors that I'm, I teach women, you know. And people don't understand that my program is so personalized to you that it's not like, oh, yeah, just do some yoga 10 minutes. Oh, do some um, uh, meditation for five minutes. No, it's really figuring out what you enjoy. Some people want to sing really loud in the shower for 10 minutes or in their car. And then afterwards, they're like, all right, I feel better. And that's stimulating your vagus nerves, that expression, that some people want to dance and maybe have a, a date night with some girlfriends. I mean, really trying to figure out what fuels you and what you haven't done in a while. But um, back to your question. Yeah, that exercise. And then after that, I just got, I was never the same. I, I think that's what triggered the Hashimoto's because I had that surgery. I wasn't moving. I was in so much pain after that. The surgery worked well for six months. I wasn't in pain, but then six months later, it came back with a vengeance. I was always in pain. That's when I started to change my lifestyle and try try to dig deeper. (laughs) Reset. (laughs) I know everyone's journey is personalized, but if you were going to give the listeners just maybe three dial movers they could pull on to, because obviously you're not in pain every day now. No. No. Right. If you just did three things that you also recommend for clients to make that shift in their lifestyle go out in nature again go go get your hands dirty if you can get some vitamin d just get away from the computer get away from inside we were born to move so if you can't work out the way you want to start with a nature walk if you have a dog which my dog's been with me since the beginning, um, been at my side. Enjoy your pet. I think that has really helped me like, just get away. 
So that's one thing. Really enjoy nature. If that's hard for you, I would start journaling. Some people don't like to write. I personally don't like to write. A lot of people find that writing is hard. So instead of journaling, I would just talk into my phone Mm, and say, how am I feeling? How am I dealing with things in the moment? And take pictures. Because I'm not a writer. I, I just, I'm more of a creative. So if I do things more creatively, it's getting in touch with that creativity part. So then some people are writers. So it's harnessing nature, creativity, which all women, all people are creative in some way. So get back into that creativity that we lost as children. And the third thing is to really, and I think this is the most important, start speaking a different way to yourself. A lot of people, especially with autoimmune disease, they speak in the negative. They speak I should be doing this. I want to be doing this. I don't feel good enough to do this. But there's always good highlights in every day, such as, okay, maybe I didn't get to work out, but I did get out of bed. I did, I had the opportunity to live one more day and enjoy. And so those little, I mean, they say gratefulness goes a long way. It really does. Yeah, I really love your second point about journaling because I'm not a big journaler. I'll literally be journaling. I'm like, oh, I should be doing something else, which goes to, which goes to your third point, right? Of don't shit all over yourself. But I love that idea of dictation because it comes out quicker. It's probably more natural, organic, and you don't always have to be like looking for your, your journal because it's exactly. probably on your phone. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So you joined Thyroid Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me when. I, like all the months of January, together. January, January. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was my birthday well, present. Oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> and so what was your experience inside the program? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, first of all, you already have a great personality. And then the, and <laughs> thank well, you. You do. I try. <laughs> You're so bubbly and fun. And that's what I like about it, that you are real. You say, OK, this is my good side. Because everybody thinks like, okay, am I doing this right? Yeah. I'm like, why does this side feel more awkward? Why can't I lift or squat enough? Um, Yeah. And you're like, look at my crazy hair. You know, you're not one of these people that we see in, I don't know, in magazines or in the infomercials or they look perfect and they're working out. You're like, who is that? Yeah. I don't like you. You're not even sweating. (laughs) You're not even sweating. There's not even like a single hair out of place. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what I loved about your program. It's real and you're taking people step by step. You, before, like I said, I was working out. I had, I did marathons. I did hit. I did burpees all the time. And until I found you on your website, I thought, I can never lift weights again. I can never work out again. I was really hopeless because I love that strong feeling. And that's really the gift that you gave us is to be strong. 
And your videos or the program makes you feel, I, I love the saying, start where you're at. Yeah. It, it and that's kind of goes with my own program to start where you're at. Don't put pressure on yourself. A lot of people, again, with autoimmune disease, they put pressure to perfectionists, type A personalities, put so much pressure on themselves. But if they could just do one, and you always remind people, this is, what put, how do you put it? Like perfect rep of one perfect is usually what I one. say. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I, I say that. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of how you said it. And if you could do that one, again, going back to that gratefulness. Yeah. It, it's, it's beautiful. I enjoyed the program. I felt so much stronger. I had to join the monthly program because mm. I didn't want to stop. I wanted to keep on going. For some people, they come into the program and they're like doing marathons, doing hit classes. And then some, keep, some people come into the program and they're like have never touched a weight or they never moved their body. And um, so I think for the people who have worked out before, sometimes they're like, is this going to be enough? Is this going to be hard enough? Especially going to that, I should be working out so hard. I should be sweating and red in the face and laying on the floor in a puddle of sweat. Uh, sometimes women experience the sensation of, I worked out, but did I do enough? Because I don't feel totally destroyed after my workout. I'm wondering, what was your experience after you did a couple of the first workouts? Were you like, oh, is this enough? Or were you like, oh, should I be pushing myself harder? I used to work out so hard that I would feel that effect of, for three days, I felt like I, I couldn't do anything. I was stuck in bed, my mm -hmm. Hashimoto's. So I really trusted that the workout I had with you would give me just enough exercise to where I didn't flare. And I didn't. I felt like the next day I felt recovered. I felt this is my time to enjoy not working out. And I think that's what I enjoyed about you preparing for the workout is really take that day off. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of scary. It's like, okay, did I work out? But then that was the first week. And then the second week was like, okay, my butt feels kind of, you know, I'm liking this. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes, and it sounds like when you work with clients, a lot of them have been maybe disassociated from their body. So you're using journaling, you're using slowing down, getting outside, getting in nature, taking walks, connecting with your, your pets to reassociate with their body, right? There's this line at the neck. It's like so much happens in the head. And then what's going on down here? And I feel like when people, especially women, are working out to the point of being in bed for three days, it's just another version of disassociation. You work out so hard, you're maybe slightly dizzy, overheated, and like you break a sweat and thyroid strong. But sometimes I wonder if like kind of this traditional media presentation of working out is just another example of disassociation from our body. Do you have any yeah, thoughts on that? Because you help women kind of reassociate with their body. Right. It is such a disassociation because you just feel if I'm not doing things a certain way, yeah. all of us are always trying to, and I think that's where the type A personality perfectionism, if I don't look a certain way, then I'm not doing it right. If you're helping us in your way with working out, associating that loop of this is enough. You say the perfect form of one. Yeah. Just feel how that works. And 
I like how you say, okay, you have to be here. Pay attention to where you're handling your body. And the, yeah, there's a lot there. I mean, you could go back to media, to how we were raised, to everything has to be ideal. And I think we take that in. And with my program and your program, it's associating our bodies and really trying to pay attention to what feels right. I remember in the middle of the program, you sent me a video. And I love that. It is secret, like between you and me and all the listeners, it's like my favorite thing to do is just help people with form. It's what I did in person in the clinic. And I love doing it now. And I wish every single woman in the program would be like sending me videos every day. But I think sometimes with an autoimmune condition, people are like, oh, I don't want anyone to see me. I just want to do this on my own. You were doing a, I think it was like a supported row. And I was like, girl, you need to bell up. What did you think? Like, you need to pick up a heavier weight. What were your thoughts around that? I was like, really? I was like, <laughs> I was kind of excited, but kind of nervous, nervous at the same time. I was like, yeah, I am strong. Yeah. You know, that reinforcement of I see you handling it a certain way and we don't see ourselves a certain way. So you're helping us see it. I'm, I felt rejuvenated. You're helping us see what we can really be by pushing us, not yeah. pushing us, but pushing your body a little, just a little bit. Yeah. Have you done kettlebells before, before thyroid strong? I, d I did, but I don't, I never got that, the brace, how yeah. to do it correctly. And then the breathing form, you're supposed to breathe right after you breathe in and it makes it so much easier. I know, right? <laughs> it just helps you harness your own tension and energy. You're like, oh, this, this weight doesn't feel so heavy now because I just like dialed in all the tension and brought it up the body. There's this whole section of expert interviews. There's like 20 of them. Sometimes women never even look at them. But I was like, this could be its own course unto itself. Talking about like Hashimoto's and adrenal insufficiency and parasites and mold and all the things that are environmental triggers that could trigger the autoimmune component. Did you take a look at that section? And if you didn't, it's okay. Yeah, no, I went crazy on it. Oh, good. <laughs> so what did you think? Because you do have a background in coaching people. Were there some things that you learned that you found helpful in your journey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think with every interview, I was able to take little nuggets here and there. I mean, because you can never get enough knowledge in trying to figure out what applies to you. And if it doesn't apply to you, maybe it may apply to a client, you know? Yeah. How can they, I mean, with health coaching, I'm not able to prescribe things or diagnose right. things or right. um, anything like that. But maybe one of those solutions can be helpful for that person. Do you have a favorite move, like strength move? Yes. Like I could swing and press all day long. But if you ask me to squat, I'm going to be like, I'm going to psych myself say, up. My squats for some reason, I love them. I, I love, love them. it. I love it. So good. And I've my um, my son, actually, he's starting to get into weights, and but he can't drive. He can't go to the gym because he's not old enough. Mm. So I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, I got to show you something because I know how to do squats properly now. With <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I love he, it. He actually steals my kettlebells so he could do squats on his See. own. And he, brings them, he brings it back to, you know, my weight room because he wants to do it in his own room in the privacy. So, yeah, I was like, I love 11. that. <laughs> how old is he? 
He is 17 going to go on 18. I mean, I love that because really at the end of the day, it's A, take care of ourselves, but then it's also like inspire those around us, whether it's our kids or our friends or coworkers or whatever it is. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a domino effect. I mean, I think if, you know, it, it is hard. I think you really do need support if somebody's not really quite ready. I mean, I've been doing health coaching for I don't know how long and I've always eaten a certain way and healthy and my boys have never been interested, <laughs> like didn't want to touch it. But now that they've gotten older, I guess maybe they're interested in girls. So they're in, you know, the older one already started two years ago, about a year and a half. And now the younger one is seeing me. He's like, so how do you, uh, I was like, well, oh, I love this it. doctor. <laughs> a lot of women, majority of women, their two biggest struggles are need more energy. They need a boost in energy. They feel extremely fatigued and they want to lose weight. Did you experience a shift in energy or a change in body composition through the program? I did. I didn't really lose weight, but my composition changed. More defined abs. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. You you get that line right there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. (laughs) And um, yeah, I could tell my arms are more toned. I haven't measured my arms, but especially my abs. We do a lot of sneaky abs, like you say. Mm -hmm. And I think that's helpful because you're not doing extra ab work you're you're doing it all along during the whole the whole workout um and then um how about energy energy oh yes afterwards it was a boost in energy and i was able to do things i hadn't done in such a long time i forgot how that it was almost like a run you know i used Mm. to get that endorphin the endorphin run high yeah the runners high the endorphin release yeah. yeah And I think I get that from working out. Cool. I mean, I don't get that. I used to get that exhausted feeling afterwards and I hated it. Mm, And But it's about working out just right. Yeah. And that's why I continued on the the program. Yeah. I I talk about, and it's probably more now, um, if you have energy, like you can do anything. A lot of women's focus is weight loss. Obviously, muscle weighs more than fat, so you might not see the scale number change. But at the end of the day, if your clothes fit better, if you're more toned, like that's really, I think that's a bigger win than like seeing, you know, a couple less pounds on the scale. Really, the intention of the program is to give women their energy back. And a lot of women come in and they're like, I want to lose 10 pounds. There's more focus on caloric restriction and what's happening in the kitchen. But if you get your energy back, you could do anything with that energy, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, with it, was Absolutely. there anything with your energy that you got back that you were like, oh, this is a nice surprise? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I went on a five-mile hike. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I was probably really hot over there too. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, and not just yet, but yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there about 80s right now. Yeah and humid so it feels like 90s but oh yes I know that feeling (laughs) but yeah doing I hadn't been on a hike in forever and being able to I love gardening and for the longest time I last year we had this 
beautiful crepe merle. It's maroon. It has maroon flowers and just it's gorgeous. And I remember it just this just happened yesterday, and I might get a little emotional. I'm trying not to be, but I remember last year I was cutting the extra leaves that grow during spring. You need to cut them so it could grow the way you want to. And I was trying to do that last year. And I remember in the middle of cutting those, I, I couldn't finish. I felt so exhausted. I, and now, I mean, yesterday I, I cut everything. I'm like, okay, now I could work on something else. And I felt so good. I'm like, hey, I'm working on my yard. And yeah, so if you have energy, you have energy to prepare your meals. You have yeah. energy to, because that, that's something that I focus on with my clients is if you first work on your energy, you don't have to, just the thought of what do I have to eat today? What, what clothes am I going to wear? That is a lot of energy putting into it. So if you get more energy, those thought processes aren't going to weigh you down. You could enjoy more time with your husband or friends or I'm able to do a lot more. I went to a concert and didn't get tired. I mean, that sounds like a little small thing, but Depeche Mode is my favorite band ever. So I was able to love it. <laughs> yeah, See that's them. huge. Yeah. Like to stand at a three, four hour concert. Like mo I, I would say that most of the women that I first meet in the beginning are like, my back starts to hurt after an hour. I get tired. I have to leave early. I have to find some place to sit down. So that's huge. It is. Yeah. It is. yeah. I love that. So a lot of women, I think they work out because they should work out or they work out because, um, because, yeah, I think it's because like what they think what they should do. And so then they work out to get better at working out. And I really try to reinforce we work out to get better at life, right? To be able to garden as long as we want, to be able to like play with our kids without feeling like we have to go lay down on the couch, <laughs> to stand at a Depeche Mode concert for however long you want, and dance and jump around and enjoy life, which I love that it ties back to what you work on with your clients, which is finding the joy and the fun and the play. How would you say that lifting a weight, maybe compared to like training for a half marathon, right? Because it's a different, it's, it's, it's a different mindset, right? Because I used to train for half marathons as well. It's like you have to be like, you're in it for like the long haul. You got to kind of pace your energy and not go out too fast. When you're first started training, you have to kind of get motivated versus you have to do eight swings and then you park the bell and you take a break. Is there any mindset shift? <laughs> And going through the program. I know that yes. was like a very cutest way of trying to get to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I see what you're getting at. There, there's a, that connection there. And yes, it's something that I was trying to, you know, I, you connect it, but you cannot really understand it until you connect it yourself. Like you always mention like again, the power of one and and pacing yourself and being able to really you go at such a pace that you're able to connect with your body. And that's good. You know, you 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 go 
slowly and build yourself up, you know, kind of like the warm up. You're breathing in, you're breathing out. It's, it may be painfully slow for some people, like you said, but being able to just do a little bit at a time and build, you're, you're not rushing through. You're able to sense what feels right in your body. And then you're, okay, let's have a water break. And that water break is like, okay, well, okay, this, this is good. I feel my heart a little bit. I feel my legs getting, you know, stronger. Um, I feel, you know, sweat going down in places that I shouldn't be mentioned. But, <laughs> but you give that little bit of, of reinforcement of let's just take a step back. And this is natural. Um, and I think that's a going back with that disassociation is that I am doing enough. And this is enough for me for right now. And a workout doesn't have to be X, Y, Z. It could be just what I need right now. Yeah. And a lot of people don't expect that with a, a workout. Yeah, I mean, you really are holding our hand. And it is a mind shift where you can, you don't have to be exhausted to enjoy a workout. Yeah. Was there anything you didn't like about the program? I always ask women this on the podcast because I'm a big believer in all feedback is good feedback. The feedback that doesn't feel so good, it's like a place to grow from. Especially at the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. And then I, yeah. I wasn't sure about the brace. Yeah. How to do that correctly. Yeah. But I think once I got a hang of it, I was like, all right, I got this, you know. But I think at the very beginning, I think I needed more prompts of how it's supposed to feel. I'm very visual, but also when I'm in that weird position or if I'm employed, <laughs> I'm like, what is she? Yeah, I can't say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. But having your energy, your mixed with your down to earthness and the way you explain things is helpful. But I think for me, I just needed it a little bit more because it's been a while since I worked out again. For someone who's kind of on the fence or hesitant to join the program, do you have any thoughts for them? Oh my goodness, just go for it. It's worth the time. It's worth, I mean, if it's the money, it's worth the money because you're investing in yourself. I mean, going back to the energy, see it in paces. If you continue to go with it and take care of yourself, you're going to see returns. I mean, this is a gift again for yourself. Why live life if you're not, if you don't have the energy to really live it? Yeah, so true. For people who are interested in your services, where can they find you? Yeah, my name, DesireeWorland.com, um, Desire with an extra E, Worland, W-E-R-L-E-N-D. And you can find me on Instagram, um, on my website. I'm still trying to build it up and all the little tidbits, you know, what is resilience and what does that really mean? Because I think with everybody with um, autoimmune disease has a certain degree of resilience, and, but has to build it up. Mm. So what is resilience to you? Resilience is the ability to take a situation and create an outcome that is more positive, that is mm. more um, not really saying, oh, yeah, everything's Pollyanna, you know, stars and rainbows and unicorns, but okay, let's look at the positive. What can we do? You know, being able to shift 
And that kind of goes back to what you do. You've taught people, okay, we're going to work out hard, but then relax. Work out hard. And that is the ability to shift your mind. And I think we kind of talked about when you were on my podcast. I think that is, that's a training that you have to do with not only your body, but with your mind. So little tidbits like that, you know, non-toxic information, but there's a lot of different things I try to put on my website so people can get information that they're needing or looking for. Yeah, I love that. And you have a podcast. Yes, I Where do. can they find it? <laughs> Stronger Than Autoimmune. Yeah. On Spotify, iTunes, Google. All the places. All the places, yeah. All the places. Awesome. Desiree, thank you so much for joining Absolutely. me on the podcast. Um, it was so fun to have you in the program. And then also to just kind of watch the journey and the transformation and to have you share it. And I'm sure the listeners, um, you know, I myself, as someone with an autoimmune condition, need to remember to have more play and more fun and tap into the things I love to do versus the things I should do. So such a beautiful message. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you.